This episode of Locked On Spurs is brought to you by CBDMD. Look, uh, don't worry. If you cannot get a good night's sleep, well, it can get much easier than uh, said and done because our good friends at CBDMD have exactly what you need to get the sleep you deserve. Check out CBD PM, which blends melatonin and other sleep-promoting ingredients with 500 milligrams of high-quality CBD to create a powerful and effective sleep aid. So right now, you want to go to CBDMD.com. Use promo code MBA for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD products from CBDMDN. The listeners get 25% off the next order when you use promo code NBA at checkout. You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, San Antonio Spurs writer. Glad to have you back. And hey, yeah, yeah by now, I think we all know uh, there's no Spurs game for a little while. Seven days, eight days, maybe. We don't know. Uh, because the coronavirus has hit the Spurs, according to the NBA. Well, you all know by now, uh, several Spurs have tested positive, And they are now in quarantine out in Charlotte. With the rodeo road trip on pause, and as of this recording, no definitive time when there will be another game, it's time to start thinking a little bigger now. Like We'll start thinking of the future, and that being the future of Lucas Hominich and his current play with Austin Spurs, and the future for DeJounte Murray as far as personal accolades, milestones that he could possibly get at the end of this season. To do that and more, I'm joined by Joe Garcia, who is all bundled up, nice, toasty, warm, and finally got some power back out in Texas, didn't you, Joe? Yeah, just came on just about maybe 20, 30 minutes ago prior to us doing this recording of Los. I'm trying to thaw out because I haven't, I've been without electricity just like much of San Antonio since 10 o'clock this morning. Um, Some people have been without electricity since Sunday, like my brother-in-law, and they had to go and get a a place to stay because he got tired of freezing his butt off with these with his kids so i feel for everybody right now man we're just trying to get warm you know well hopefully this episode will warm up spurs fans who've been pretty icy cold when it comes to lucas samanich look joe let's just face it since he's been been a spur he's kind of been a polarizing figure you know he's the number 19 pick you know why is he not playing Uh, is he a bust uh, look at him. He's in the second season with Austin Spurs in the G League while Devin Vassell is ex- excelling and Kelvin Johnson. But lo and behold, Joe, this season with Austin, at least through four games, because he missed uh, Austin's last game against Canton due to a finger injury, he's been lighting it up, Joe. Really showing more than just a flash in the pan that this guy could possibly be something and more for San Antonio down the road. Joe, you've seen the haters online do you think it's time for those haters to kind of cool off on luca and let the kids show what he can do no don't stop your hate now you know you can't jump on the luca train after you've been crapping on the guy since last season and me and ty yeager have receipts as well so we can go (laughs) ahead and show you guys the proof uh you can't jump ship and now want to be all oh luca's gonna be the greatest thing coming out you know the austin g league i mean it's kind of too late for that. You know, if you, you wanted to support the guy, you should have supported him from day one, you know, been there for him. I mean, the guy was a rookie. This is his own, his, this is only his second season. And Spurs fans have been very harsh on him. They, cause maybe cause Keldon's been so far ahead of the curve 
you know, they, they want Luca to be like that because he was picked ahead of Keldon. Sure. As they like to remind everybody, okay, we get that. But every player develops differently. Who's to say that the ceiling isn't going to be as high for Luca as it is for Keldon? Right. The, the verdict is still out on the kid. We don't really know what he's capable of doing. My thing is, instead of crapping on the guy, just support him. You know, mm-hmm. be there for him. Give words of encouragement instead of fueling, you know, the hate machine. Because right. he, like he said, Jeff, he sees that, you know, and 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 that's what I keep saying is like, be positive out there. I don't know why Spurs Twitter is the way it is right now, but everybody, I mean, we got bigger fish to fry right now. We're, we're trying to, to warm up in San Antonio. So <laughs> let's go ahead and give words of encouragement for the young man. The, there's, the verdict's still out on the kid, you know? Yeah, and look, at least through four games of play, he's been turning heads. You know, in 32 minutes uh, per game, he's averaging 21.3 points per game for Austin shooting at 47% from the field, 31% from the three-point line. Uh, he's averaging 11.8 rebounds, two assists, and uh, just being an overall you know, positive force for Austin at a plus 10.5 in the plus-minus category. Joe, I've been tuning into Austin games, and there's other things that a stat line doesn't capture. Uh, he's being bully ball now. It's no joke. He is really throwing his pun intended, wait around in the paint. He's also directing guys on the court. Whenever he has to pull, push the ball up forward, he's pointing to guys saying, do this, do that, get a position here and there. I'm seeing different aspects of his game, Joe, that makes me believe that with more seasoning, perhaps a full G League season and then a full training camp and a full preseason next year, he may turn out to be, well, the number 19 pick after all. Yeah, so I mean, there's other things that are that he's doing out there with the Austin Spurs or the Austin G League and the Gubble, and one of those is that Luca right now looks like a man amongst boys. You know, he's he looks big out there on the court. Yeah, he does, uh, as, as we said, he's kind of bulked up. He's a, he's been eating some tortilla. You know, maybe <laughs> he's indulged in a carne guisada taco or two with some cheese, of course. Maybe he's had some babacoa on Sunday with some big red. You know, it happens, man. You got to bulk up. So he's looking a lot better out there in the gubble, you know. Um, he's doing a lot of other things uh, that, I guess, as far as development goes, that we kind of noticed in his game. You know, he's becoming more of that, you know, leader mm-hmm. as far as kind of being a little uh, the floor general at time to time, you know, kind of, you know, showing people where to go. And, you know, he's kind of barking orders a little bit, which is something you want to see. You should see that. Mm-hmm. The guy's, this is going to be his second year, so he's not a rookie. You know, if he if he wants to do good and he wants the team to do good, he's going to go ahead and try to get him in the right positions. Right. Uh, one of the things that I've noticed as well is he's been a little bit more aggressive this season in the in the you know in the G League in the Gubble. Uh, his handles are looking better. His stroke is looking better, um, especially from beyond the arc. Just his mid range game, uh, making better decisions with the ball and off the ball. You know, his off the ball decisions as well. Um, you like a lot of the things you're seeing right now out of Luca. Uh, you just want to see it translate into, you know, him coming and using yeah. what he's learned in the gubble into real world NBA uh, use with the San Antonio Spurs when he's given those minutes. But again, it's a work in progress. We need to go ahead and, you know, just be happy with the progress that he's making right now. Let's help. He just keeps it up, get, continues to get better. And you know what? The Austin Spurs right now are undefeated. 
I want to see that streak continue, well, Jeff. Well, yeah, I mean, they, they were undefeated going into the game against Canton, but they did drop their first game to uh, the Canton charge. Uh, by the time you're listening to this episode of Lockdown Spurs, everybody no. yesterday, so they didn't lose one, but that just even goes to show you how much Luca was uh, was missed in that loss to Canton. Luca did not play because of that uh, sprained finger injury he sustained. I had a chance to talk to Coach Nielsen, and he said, "quote uh, He being Luca shown that he's a very potent player at that end. He's talking about the offensive end, and I think that it would have been nice to have him out there." So, already the head coach for Austin's already sees how much value Luca brings, and you saw it. Uh, they didn't have that uh, uh, potent guy on the f- court to bring some offense when they needed it um, or even get some defensive stops. Luca has been showing that from time to time. Uh, Joe, I agree with you in the sense that you, you don't want to stop the, the criticism or you know put him under a microscope because you should. As a fan, you should want to expect more out of this guy. You should expect more uh, from a guy who was drafted 19 overall. And I get that. But at the same time, you can't completely shut the door on him because we're seeing, at least at the G League level, that he can't produce when given time. He's also very, very uh, expression, very expression filled on the court. He's screaming and pumping his fists, and you you love to see it. Uh, Joe, uh, again, I'm not saying stop expecting stuff, you know, uh, put setting the bar super high for Luca. What I'm saying is let the process do its thing. It helped DeJounte. Look where he's at now. It's helped Derek White. Look what he's now. Every player is different, and it's going to take time for Luka. Is there a point where you have to shut the door on him? Of course. That, that, that could come as soon as next season if he doesn't pan out. But my point is, Joe, with Austin, even last year, last year too, Joe, he was the third option behind Chimezi Metu and Keldon Johnson, and he still averaged a double-double. Now he's being the focal point for Austin, and look what he's doing. Joe, do you think it'll translate into the NBA? I'm hopeful that it will. Let's put it like that. you know. And one of the things, too, I'd like to apologize to the people for not knowing that the Austin Spurs had lost a game is I don't have internet or power. So I'm <laughs> kind of behind the times over here. It's all right, like... Joe. I got your back. <laughs> right? It's like, Jeff, I'm hearing this from you right now. Yeah. <laughs> But, but, but do you think it will translate into the NBA? You think what you're seeing with time on the court in Austin will translate into the NBA Spurs? I think it will in time. You know, I, I'm hopeful that right now what he's being able to learn out there on the court is going to make him a better, more seasoned player. You know, so he'll be able to be a little bit more aggressive because right now I, be, I believe really what it boils down to, Jeff, is just the kid just needs to have confidence. He needs to build that confidence. And being in the G League right now, that's just going to not only give him the skill set that he needs, but also build that confidence that he needs so he can come over here and compete on the big stage at the NBA level. Uh, I hope he doesn't fall the way of one Shemezi Metu. I had high hopes for Shemezi. He just never panned out. And now he's over there playing with the Sacramento Kings. And he's really, you know, delegated to, to garbage minutes, really coming off the bench when they need him. And you don't want to see that happen with a high draft pick and, you know, and Luka Simonic. So I have high hopes for him. I look forward to his growth. The verdict's out on him in my book until next season. Then we can start criticizing and saying, okay, now we need to see something from the kid. But as far as this season goes, I'm hopeful for the kid. uh, I'm really, really hoping that he'll be able to get his time to shine in, in a game maybe this season. 
you know, because mm-hmm. we're, we're not at the halfway mark right now. We're getting close to it. So something could happen where they go ahead and say, you know what, Coach Pop calls the kid's number. He comes in and has a double-double. I think that would shut up a lot of the naysayers, Jeff. Yeah, I think so, too. And I think he's doing a little bit of it right now with his play in Austin, you know, just very dominant uh, for the Austin Spurs. It's really a one-two punch with him and Trey Jones. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you saw what Austin – how Austin performed without him in the loss to Canton. And well, hopefully he'll be back for the next game. You you just want to see development. And that's what the G league is about. It's a developmental league. And he's definitely showing that. So the verdict is still out. Yes, but it's a lot brighter light at the end of the tunnel for Lucas. When we get back, we're going to be discussing another young Spurs player. And that is DeJounte Murray. He's having himself quite the season. Was it enough for him to warrant some most improved player nods down the road? But before we do that, I want to quickly talk to you about betonline.ag, which is the fastest and easiest way to get uh, well your betting action on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. You get real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. And BetOnline has you covered for all the new scores and odds, and it's the best place uh, well, for your bets, and it's easy and free to sign up. Head to the website right now, betonline.ag, and use or use your mobile device and sign up today for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. The promo code when you got there is locked on, and BetOnline, it's your online sports books experts. We're back, and I'm joined by Joe Garcia. He's the host of the Two Shots Podcast. Follow him on Twitter at Two Shots Podcast. Joe, what more can you say about Dejounte Murray? Seriously, well, I mean, what more a can lot you of, say? You can say a lot of good things, but if you're like a lot of people on Spurs Twitter, you also have a lot of bad things you can say about Dejounte even before the season started. So again, we're keeping receipts. You know, so you, y'all need to stop with this hate, man, and turn this thing into a, you know, a more positive direction. Uh, I, I believe that DeJounte has performed quite admirably uh, since the season has started. Uh, and you look to see what he's been doing as of late. And it begs the question, as you had stated, Jeff, is he going to be in the running for most improved player of the year? If I have to give you a definite answer at this point in time, I would say an emphatic yes, because He's just looked great out there. And not only that, but have you seen his stroke? I mean, his jumper is much improved. And not only is his jumper improving, but you see what he's able to do from beyond the arc. And even Mm -hmm. when he shoots his threes, the the fluidity, you know, the motion uh, as at what he's just, you know, that that stroke that he just has Mm -hmm. is just it looks so much better, you know, and his decision making has gotten a lot better as well. Um, He's kind of calmed down a little bit more not trying to really force the issue and and he stopped making really bad decisions thank Mm -hmm. god and he's making better decisions with the ball playing the passing lanes well playing really great defense looks good in the open court looks good in transition uh defense you can't say enough good things this is exactly what you want out of your guard and then you pair him with one Derek white in the backcourt my God, Jeff, I think we're going to have one of the better backcourts in the NBA when it's all said and done. Yeah, you look at his numbers this season, and he's having career-high numbers in several categories, uh, points, 
15.1 points per game, minutes of 30.4, rebounds 7.2, even assists 5.0. I mean, all career uh, highs for him at this point of the season. And you look at his progression since becoming a spur in 16-17. He was averaging, uh, what, 3.4 points per game, second season, the 17-18 season, 5.7. Of course, we know what happened. You know, he got himself hurt. He comes back and, you know, really starts uh, putting it on. Uh, you know, and last year he averaged 10.9 points per game. And as you mentioned, uh, 15.1. So there's progression and you're seeing it. Is it enough, though, for most improved player? I I don't think he'll get the award uh, based based on how well Christian Wood has been playing out for Houston. I think if you're going to do it by statistics and statistically, uh, Wood is having a, a better season. And that's that's a hard uh, act to follow for DeJounte. But should he get some eyes, some votes uh, from uh, those who get to vote on this award? Absolutely. And it's not just simply just the numbers. You got to look at you know, how much of a floor leader he's become, how much of a guy who is pretty much, you know, getting the attention of opposing defenses. He's getting the occasional double team, Joe. He's been such a gem for the Spurs this season that even when he has a bad game, he bounces back right away, Joe, with a great performance. Joe, when you look at a player like, for example, Christian Wood, you know, how he did well, he's doing well so far this season. I, I know he's hurt right now with the injury, but do you think it's going to be tough for DeJounte to get the award when it's all said and done? If he keeps, you know, on the current pace that he's playing with right now, I think he's going to be up there in the running. Uh, and when the dust settles, I think there's going to be a couple players that are going to emerge. And I, again, if DeJounte can keep up this pace, his name is going to be up there uh, with some of the best. And, and he's going to be right in the running for most improved player of the year. It's hard not to look at his play and see what he's been able to do and then try to go ahead and give that to somebody else. He's playing at a high level right now. And, you know, the the disheartening thing to me is now with this latest news that came out with the Spurs and the COVID protocol and several of the players testing positive, you hate to see it uh, put a chink in, in, in the armor right now because they're on this pace, you know, and they're playing so well together, especially DeJounte. Yeah. And now the game is going to slow down. It's going to stop abruptly. They had a good rhythm going. You just don't want to see it stop. You want to see it continue. So sure. hopefully, you know, when the, when everything returns to normal and the Spurs are able to get back and start playing games again, that's going to translate to DeJounte not missing a beat. And, you know, when they go ahead and hit the court again, I expect them to have a really good game. So he, they might shake off a little rust in the beginning, but I, I expect him to continue the trend and just trend upwards. Uh, you can't say enough good things about him. And being a, a Spurs fan since, you know, the young man got here, Mm -hmm. This is exactly what you've been waiting for. You right. want to see him have that breakout season. And I believe, Jeff, we're seeing that right now. Absolutely. And how important is DeJounte Murray to this team? Well, whenever he has eight or more defensive rebounds, the Spurs are undefeated at 10-0. and 0. Whether he has just nine or more rebounds just in general, whether it be defensive or offensive, the, the Spurs are 9-0. and 0. And whenever he has eight or more assists this season, the Spurs are undefeated at 4-0. and 0. And I'll throw in one more for you. Whenever he has 16 or more points, the Spurs are 10 and 2. So he definitely brings an impact to this team. And with that type of impact, you got to get recognized for it. And I, I think at the end of the day, when you see the final tally of the most improved player award when the season is over, I will be shocked if there's no votes for him. 
the way he's playing right now is it, it, it'd be a, it'd be a travesty if if he's not up there that within the top five. I would be generous there, the top five vote getters for the most improved player of the year. Or Joe, what are your final thoughts about Murray? Do you think you think he'll be in the top five, or you think it'd be down below because you know the whole Spurs small market thing? Or do you think you disagree with me? You think he'd be top three guy? I think he's going to be up there. He's going to probably, in my book, I think he's going to finish higher than the top five. He might be in the top three, top four. He's definitely going to be up there in the conversation. And regardless of the Spurs, you know, the rest of the NBA looks at the Spurs as a small market, what have you. At the end of the day, you're not going to be able to not look at the quality of work that he's putting out there on the court. It's going to gain the attention of not only the national media, but also the people in the media themselves, the ones who actually vote on these, you know, most improved player of the mm -hmm. year, the MVP, it's going to get their attention. I'm sure that he's on their radar right now. And again, he, if this trend just continues and it trends upward, it conti continues on this pace, he's going to be right up there with the best of them, Jeff. Will he actually get the award? I, I don't know. I'm hopeful that he will. But it, when the dust settles, Expect him to be up there at least in the top five. Absolutely, Joe. And I, I think uh, as whenever the season does resume, because we don't have a uh, definitive date right now, I, I, my gut feeling tells me he'll pick up where he just left off. The, the time away will help recharge um, the batteries, so to speak, for uh, not only DeJounte, but for the rest of the team. When we get back, uh, we're going to continue to talk about your San Antonio Spurs, catch you up with some news and notes that you may have missed. But before we do that, is deliciouser a word? I don't know, but if it is, it's definitely a good way to describe Built Bar, which is the best tasting protein bar ever. Yeah, they are even deliciouser. Uh, they have 18 amazing flavors, six new flavors, such as carrot cake and cookies and cream and caramel brownie, including the 12 original flavors, such as orange and coconut, raspberry. But the best of all, they're healthy. Not only are they covered in 100% chocolate, let me repeat that again, they're healthy. They're great for the health conscious person. They're low sugar, high protein, high fiber, great for the keto diet, protein bars. You need to get one right now. And how to do that? Well, you want to go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON when you get there to save yourself 20% off your next order. Again, promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. We're back and I'm joined by Joe Garcia. He's the host of the Two Shots podcast. Follow him on Twitter at two shots podcast joe some quick news and notes before we put a lock on this episode of locked on spurs what did you think about the austin spurs fiesta themed jerseys i liked them man i was digging those i kind of saw that late again because no power no internet you know <laughs> phone was dead so <laughs> i had to charge it in the car so i was i'm you know barely doing that i, I start seeing some of this stuff pop up and i thought it was quite good you know they kind of hinted to that when they released their logo with the fiesta colors on them and then now you get word, you know, from the official Spurs Twitter right. uh, page is where I saw it. Uh, you see these jerseys and I'm just like, wow, they, they look really nice. I would actually buy one, you know? Yeah, you could definitely do that now. I think you have to sign up to be an Austin Spurs fan. Like there's like a like a club, like Austin Spurs fan club. Once you do that, you're in. You can pre-order those jerseys right now. One other note, R.C. Buford, the Spurs CEO, did release a statement regarding the status of the team moving forward with their health and safety situation. Joe, he says, quote, our team is responsibly handling our health and safety situation and will return to playing games as soon as possible as it's safe to do so. 
He says, at this time, basketball is secondary as we witness the hundreds of thousands of people in our community who are without power and other vital resources. Uh, he did go on to say, quote, our hearts and thoughts are with friends or neighbors who are dealing with these severe circumstances. We hope that everyone will stay safe, warm, and strong. And again, no date has been announced when the games will be rescheduled or the season resume. Joe, um, it looks like uh, the Spurs, in this case, Spurs CEO, RC Buford, doing what they can to let fans know that they're trying to take care of the situation. But as they say, safety is first, Joe. So hopefully we'll get some Spurs action. But we're done talking. We want to hear from you. Uh, what do you think about the uh, play of Lucas Samanich? Is that enough for the haters to keep their mouth shut now? Or you know, should they still be barking loud? And also, what do you think uh, about DeJounte Murray? Is he worthy of being the 2020-2021 NBA Most Improved Player. Uh, you can let me know on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs Zone. Subscribe to Locked On Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And make sure to subscribe to all the Locked On NBA shows, such as Locked On Fantasy Basketball. When you need fantasy basketball advice, it's important that you have a reliable source. So uh, you go to Josh Lloyd. He is the host of Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Uh, more than anybody out there on the internet uh, that knows their fantasy stuff, it's him. And you can subscribe to be uh, part of the number one fantasy basketball podcast right now. Locked on fantasy basketball, wherever you get podcasts. Joe, how can everybody chat with you? Well, they can go ahead and look me up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube by looking up Two Shots Podcast. Not the number two. Spell it all out. T-W-O, Two Shots Podcast. And I'd be happy to interact with them, talk sports, pop culture, anything that you got out there as far as streaming a uh, new streaming anime that we need to know. Me and Jeff are both big anime lovers. We're here for it, man. So throw it at us. We, we want to hear from you guys. Definitely. And if you're in Texas, uh, stay warm, be safe. Try not to drive out there. Uh, if you have power, good. Maybe you can help those who don't just crash for a day or two. And if you don't have power, please be safe. I believe there's a number of warming places people can go to in San Antonio if they don't have power, uh, Joe. So uh, just Google it, and I'm pretty sure you can find that. So with that, for Joe Garcia, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs. <laughs>